Calvin Picking and Back at Megachine, your podcast for geeky and gay things from a Black queer perspective. I'm Victor. And I'm Nick. And <laughs> that awkward ass silence. Yeah. <laughs> and hi, I'm Kayla. <laughs> yes, we have a very special guest. You've known her from uh, that other site that shall not be named. Um, where else? You've seen her. She she's done the what Black Panther means to me. She's done so many live tweets. So we just uh, thought we should just invite friends and laugh and kiki and all that good stuff. So Kayla, thank you come for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Good to be and back. It is. It, you know, it's just like, you know, just the girls talking and like I said, yeah. kiki in and all that tomfoolery and yeah. shenanigans. <laughs> so let's, because it's been a while. So let's catch up and what everybody's been up to. I'll start with you, Kayla. What you been up to, girl? Um, I got married since the last time. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. How's married now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's the same thing. When you've been together for as long and then you finally get married, it's the same thing. It's just now like you really can't go anywhere. But, you know, <laughs> that, that is, you know, because he stuck with me. I gave him many outs and said, hey, once you're with me, you cannot go anywhere. And there it is. So, um, I mean, other than that, just kind of um, making, trying to make moves professionally here and there that I hope I can talk about within the next few months. Yes. 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 Those moves, those money moves, honey. Mm. <laughs> Shoot. Victor, how about you? What you been up to? Oh, Laura, working like a slave. And then, um, you know, just trying to, you know, just being, be, you know, being blessed. You know, I can't complain about nothing, really. Being blessed. Um, working with an editor. I decided to work with an editor for Strange Lore 2. Um, and this person um, reached out to me from Twitter and they got some good background, so trying to understand how that works, and you know, they gonna help me out. So that was good. And last night was interesting. I was in Whole Foods at the new Whole Foods of Burbank, and I ran right into Lynn Persia White from Girl. What? <laughs> Just walking around. Wait a minute. <laughs> Back that up. Yes. <laughs> You ran into Lynn Searcy. Yes. <laughs> to, to let people know, Burbank, um, now if y'all ever come to this area, I live in North Hollywood. North Hollywood is where it's basically a suburb. And we are, it's us, Burbank, and Studio City. We are basically around, we are cul-de-sac. That's how you can describe us. We are literally, you can drive around a circle and we all in the same space. And um, Whole Foods, we have a, a janky Whole Foods in my neighborhood, which I think I hate because it's broke. So I go to the new one, and that's in Burbank, and that's a two-story one. And not, well, kind of two-story. And I was just walking around last night, you know, trying to buy some stuff that I really can't afford. And then I saw her. I was like, look at her. 
walking around here? And I looked at her and I was like, I want to look at her because she know I'll, she know I would know who she is. <laughs> um, so I was like, look at her. I almost tweeted it last night at that moment. I was like, nope, because what if she's on Twitter and she's like, this nigga sitting up here <laughs> tweeting about me. So I was like, no, I'm going to go home and then talk about it later. But yes, she was there looking great. Looking great. All right. You better be blessed and highly favored. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping to see her. I think her husband, um, who, if y'all ever watched the originals, he is Klaus. I think they're married. Uh, I did not know that. I want to say that's true, but you know, I could be totally wrong, but I know they were together. Um, but yeah. Um, you know who I ran into? Huh? I said, you know who I ran into? Who? The Wall. Uh-uh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> See, but then, like, Atlanta, you run into, like, people who want to be, like, relevant. So that's, like, the thing here is, like, they're, like, oh, you don't, they're, like, you don't know who that is. I'm, like, am I supposed to? <laughs> like, right, right. But especially at restaurants, it's, like, oh, we're setting up this area for this rapper that's been out for five months. <laughs> I'm, like, oh, uh, oh sweetheart, <laughs> I do like not that. care. <laughs> Oh, Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. You know, I, I like Atlanta, though. It's it's a little spread out when I was there for work. Um, well, I used to go there for work, but I like it. It was cute. It was cute. I haven't yeah. been there in years. I mean, it's, it's you know. It's there. It, <laughs> it's here. It's here. Am I trying to leave? Yes. But it's here. <laughs> Wait, where where you where you want to go? Um, you know, it's looking like it's probably going to be either up north. It's uh, right now with career wise, it's either going to end up being New York, Chicago, or um, Glendale, Burbank. Uh Um, So I don't know yet, Mm -hmm. but you know, fingers crossed, because uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. There are some good things happening, so I'm trying to stay as positive as possible. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, Glendale's cute too. I'm actually looking into Glendale myself right now because that's like that's a cute area. Calm. It's cute, but then when you do that cost of living calculator, it ain't cute to what I make here in Atlanta. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's it's. (laughs) It definitely would be a, a really, like, interesting move to go from down here to there. But I'm very familiar with California and actually miss it a lot. So um, we'll see. You know, as a, we shall see. All right. Nick, what have you been doing? Child, I ain't been doing nothing. <laughs> no, staying out of trouble. Um, let's see. I hung out with some college friends this past weekend. You know, mm-hmm. one of us was moving. Um, and we had all danced together uh, back yeah. in college too. So it was it was bittersweet, but you know, onward and upward in this uh corporate ladder we call life. Yeah. Um been doing a shitload of charity shows, you know, where the our year is wrapping up here soon. Like we have one more we have May. And then our final kind of big send-off is the beginning of June. So we've got that going. Um, let's see. 
I have been trying to keep up, well, trying to catch up with uh, Into the Badlands because mm-hmm. I love that. The story is a little hit or miss, mm-hmm. but the fighting, I do love the fighting, um, the whole acrobatics and whatnot, and I'm all for these women kicking these dudes' ass, uh, especially the widow. Um, I just, I just like her so much. And the the costume design, the costumes that they have that woman in, let me tell you, the furs and the, the, the all the blacks and the heels, and I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna need the costume designer. <laughs> I need to collaborate with you, just or maybe you know, just just let me steam stuff. Let me be that that uh, regime on that one episode of Living Single. Uh-huh. <laughs> let me just do that. <laughs> uh, what else have I been watching? Um, I, I need to catch a start up on my documentaries again. Um, other than that, you know, trying to keep it cool, keep it cute, yeah. or put that shit on mute. <laughs> that about it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's just get into the tea. Basically, that's all we're going to be really doing is just really talking about some good old stuff. It's been a lot. That has happened um, a lot, and let's get into it. Let's start light with um, Pose season two premiere. Yes. So the they, white gays are gonna be angry. Let them. <laughs> I can't wait. As soon as they said what it was gonna be about, I was like, all I heard was Freddie Tendalis' voice. <laughs> so they gonna be so mad. <laughs> Suffer, darling. <laughs> so, uh, season two is supposed to be premiering Sunday, June 9th on mm-hmm. FX. Mm-hmm. It, they said that it will make the 10 year leap. So, it will start around 1990s ish. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing when um, Madonna done uh, swooped in, like the cultural vulture that she is, and said that she invented Vogue. Like, uh, she's. Uh, Michelle that invented post-its mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it was announced that Patty Lapone will be uh, a cast member. Mm. And it will also be on the heels of the AIDS crisis. So I'm, there's a few questions that I have as far as what's going to happen between uh, Angel and Stan because they had parted ways at the end. Yeah. Will the characters who have are who have AIDS are they going to be written off at the end of the season Hmm. and the best question will Electra be as over the top as usual I think that's a given (laughs) more than anything I I mean I will say that I did get nervous when they said it was a 10-year leap because as we know so much progressed within a epidemic within that time span uh-huh. so it, it just made me nervous as to what we're going to get and who's going to be involved and who's going to be sick because we're going to see somebody who's sick yeah. um somebody's going to be having issues so it's um a little i think it's a little it's a little nerve-wracking and then i also worry about um how it can be very triggering with uh-huh. what whichever route they decide to go with it because it is a very tough subject and they did such a really good job the first go around. I, I am nervous because as we know, 
Ryan Murphy in the second and third seasons of shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get nervous. I I'm rightfully, right. I would say, I'm rightfully nervous. Yeah. Um, so I just, you know, I'm gonna, I'm excited. I will be there, live tweeting, but I am nervous. I, I have a little bit of a faith, just because I know I think Ryan's gonna be. He won't. I, I, I because I know he's not gonna be riding that much with them. It's gonna be you know just the same group as it was before. There was was it Lady J? I think I'm saying her name wrong. Yeah, our Lady J, um, Janet Mock, Stephen Canals. You know the the same core. Yeah, um, and you know Kayla's right. They're gonna jump ten years, and at that time. Um, we lost a lot of people, especially uh, queer people of color. And what I'm interested in seeing is how they will address that. Because if you look at a lot of things that came out around that time that was talking about HIV and AIDS, we were left out of that conversation. We were left out of anything that was looking at, you know, how it affect communities. So I, I'm very curious to see how they will address that. Um, just because, yeah, our stories have not been told in that particular era. Um, and so I am very like, oh my God, how are you gonna do this? Um, but also this is coming, you know, with the 10 year move, this is away from Paris's burning age. This is like the things that we didn't know what happened afterwards. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be an interesting world, especially when they look into some of the places not being there anymore like if you go to new york now a lot of those places like escalita all that are gone Uh and so it's interesting to see if they will address some of the progression of some of these places being closed down or being moved and what have you like i know brooklyn is still brooklyn and the bronx are still places people go but also i'm interested to see how the houses are will they add new houses um well, um, that what was that house that um, basically Storm and Roxy? I call them Storm and Roxy. Um, oh, they, their house, the the abundance? non-existent one. Well, well yeah, I've got, got it wasn't abundance, was it? Well, Electra was abundance. Abundance. Um, no, ferocity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> get that shit out of here. But they could. But you never know. In ten years, they could actually have grown. So that's true. We'll see, because you know, you think about some of the original houses. There were houses that were growing. Like I think of, um, I mean, of course, we had Yves Saint Laurent. We had all those types of houses at that time. But then we also got um, Miss Rahi. Miss Rahi became. Oh, Miss Rahi, yeah, house yeah. Miss Rahi, yeah. That, that grew. So you never know. Which what I think, happened. yeah, I think Trace will try to get that kind mm-hmm. of in as much as she can, just because that's you know where she grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting. I wonder if she's going to have a bigger part in this season, because I adore her, so I would like to see more of her, mm-hmm. um, because that part would be great. But, I mean, I guess I'm still nervous, also, because you got to think about it, in this time period, there was also a lot of, this is where the down-low men and the violence increased. Mm-hmm. So I am very worried. Like I'm, I'm just hoping that it's handled carefully because it's a topic that needs to be addressed in this platform and in this this arena. Um, but I want them to do it in a way that's like very respectful, but then also like provides the you know use the this is going to be triggering, but it needs to be addressed because it happened. 
That was, and that was like, I think the one thing I was missing so much of is it became this white man down low story when it's a lot of the violence that we see is from our own. Um, so I, 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 I kind of hope that they address it, but they do it in the right way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll have my emotions all boxed up and FedEx and ready to go. Because <laughs> I know the motherfuckers are going to make me cry. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to be, and, and I'm still shocked. I shouldn't say like that, but I'm still shocked in some ways of how that that show really affected me. Because I, I was skeptical when it first came out. I was like, what this is this going to be about? Because you know, They said that little white man. I said, boy, what the fuck do you know about both? But, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm going to give Ryan credit. I think sometimes we do, I think I kind of underestimate Ryan because Ryan is good can get ahead of him, can get in his own way at times, but he's good. Well, get in his own time. way, insert nip tuck. Yeah, okay. That's another, that would be another, because I would never forget like how that show just went <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, so, yeah, Brian is good if we're getting too big. He spells himself really well and then kind of goes all over the place, but I guess that's, that's his legacy right now. I think I think he kind of likes that about him. You know, I think he likes that he's known as that person. But of course, he's a white gay. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that's true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, we're looking forward to that. We'll be tweeting about it as we were before, talking about it. Um, I'm excited. I'm really yes. excited. So what else do we got? Let's go to some video game news. All righty. So it was announced that the PS5 is in works. In a meeting with Wired, the uh, PS5 lead architect, Mark Cerny, announced some juicy details about uh, Sony's newest upcoming system. So I'll not get too technical, but... The actual CPU in the PS5 is going to be a variant of an AMD uh, Ryzen, the third generation. Now, if you don't know what a variant is, so I'll take, say, for example, you have a CPU that has different CPUs that birth from it. We'll say, like, the, the mother or the parent is the original, and then the other ones are the variants. So... We do this stuff in testing uh, at my job that we'll test like a parent. And if the parent passes, the variants don't need to pass. So they have this huge, powerful CPU in this upcoming system. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, it's going to be P- uh, PS4 backwards compatible. Now, I don't know if that means all PS4 games or just some PS4 games. Or they haven't, they, in the interview, there wasn't really any kind of specificity as far as how many. And there was also, uh, not all of this is going to be digital. So, you know, on the PS4, you can buy games digitally or you can have like a physical copy. They said that uh, there's still going to be a place where you can have physical disc. So that will be, I think that's a good thing because some people prefer their games physical versus digital. And if you have to do digital games, then you have to worry about how much space you got on your uh, system. And it just becomes, you know, 
which what can I delete to make uh, space for other stuff? And with the CPU that they have in it, it will lead to the availability of 3D audio. Now, I don't know what the hell 3D audio is. I'll be upfront. But it's going to make this PS5 really powerful. There was a, a claim that it was going to have 8K uh, audio or 8K visual, I'm sorry. Uh, they didn't really say a price point, but knowing Sony, they will be aggressive with their price point, especially to undercut Xbox because Xbox uh, and Microsoft, they're already uh, announcing their system. So the next generation of these gaming system is damn near here. Now, I don't know. They didn't say a release date. Now, I know it's not coming this year. And I will say maybe rough estimates the end of next year, maybe the beginning of 2021. So, Kayla, I know you game. Mm, okay. <laughs> because I have a PS4. And I am very loyal to Sony. Always has been. I mean, I do purchase Nintendo products, but that is neither here nor there. However, <laughs> I, yeah. okay, I mean, my biggest frustration with being a Sony person and, and with anything with this upgrade that they did, I hate that even when I have a physical copy, I have to download the damn thing. <sighs> Girl, that, it's like, <laughs> it's so, it doesn't make sense. And, and so you're essentially still taking up space. It still doesn't save me any space. So then I still have to go into delete a game that I might not have at that moment or might not be playing at that moment. So mm -hmm. it's a little frustrating and always has been. And I was hoping that that would be addressed. Be like, hey, by the way, no, instead of having to go buy an external hard drive that can hold more so you can hold all of the, your games. Mm -hmm. um it's frustrating because i also have a husband who plays um the sports games and download he deletes one downloads another one the next year it's still frustrating because it's still eating into that time and there's no point and like continuing just say you're gonna stop with the physical copies as much as i love to have a physical copy just say mm -hmm. you're gonna stop because you still have to download it at the end of the day and it still right. takes a whole day to download the damn game Let's, oh my you know, god, some of them updates. Star Wars is the worst. Star Wars is the worst when it comes to updates. Battlefront is the worst. And then also um the downloading Kingdom Hearts originally, that was a pain in the ass. Like that was just mm -hmm. I, I I saw red, I was not happy. <laughs> so I am very loyal to Sony and I understand because it's also a Blu-ray player. So you're always gonna you're always gonna have people like myself that use it to play videos. Mm -hmm. Um the most frustrating part of that even with the ps4 is we didn't have backwards compatibility for a while yes um, to play any of our so we just had ps3 ps3 and ps2 games just sitting there because you just still play ps2 games on a ps3 mm -hmm. um and it was just a little frustrating to be in that you know that realm of like okay well i got all these damn games that i can't play and now i have to go download it so the most frustrating thing was waiting on kingdom hearts Knowing, well, okay, well, I have to buy 1.5 and 2.5 because I can't use my physical damn copies in a PlayStation 4 because it's not going to, 
you know, it's just a whole thing, me and Sony, like, you know, I'll see it when you see it, like, whatever you want to tell me how much it's going to cost, because I'm damn sure probably going to buy it, because, like, I'm terrible, and capitalism is what it is, but I really wish that they would actually, I don't think they have the right people in these focus groups whenever they're talking about the new things that the, the new things that these new systems will do. Um, they have people that are going to buy the money regardless, who are going to pay for the games regardless, not the right people. They're like, Hey, because owning a Sony product, it hits your pocket. Girl. Period. <laughs> so it's, it's frustrating. It's, it is. I mean, I'll, I'll wait to hear more, but you know, it 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 really does start to like weigh on you. You're like, is it even worth it anymore? Yeah, I'm not one of those people that usually. It's not like a first adapter or whatever they call it in the business terms, but I'm going to buy it. But I just got to see that price point first, because what you're not going to do. Yeah. Just get all mm-hmm. my money. Like I'm still, I still have my PS3 hooked up. And I still have my PS2. So like, the, no, no. Yeah. What you're gonna do is I'm gonna buy it through QVC, five easy payments. <laughs> all right. Like, <laughs> 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 let's not let's be for real. Let's just be logical. Here. We're just gonna spread this shit out. I ain't paying it all up front. So that was not I mean, ready it's, for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's frustrating, but you know, it's like you gotta do do what you want to have what you want, and it sucks. And right. then you know that, and so many of us are like, uh, I'm quick to be like, you got a payment plan. Like right. I do, I'm down for a payment plan day in and day out. So this PlayStation is gonna. I'm gonna end up buying it because, like I did, I held out for a long time on the PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get a PlayStation Three. I knew my dad had one. And I was like, "No, screw that! I'm gonna keep my PlayStation Two. I don't need it. Right. Whatever." And then I got a PlayStation Four. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Uh, if, uh, we'll have to see once they start releasing a little bit more. Um, right. You know, it. We'll we'll see. I'm still, you know. I haven't played Kingdom Hearts in three weeks and I was supposed to have already been finished by now and I'm not because life happens. But like gamers, some of gamers are like myself. We just go through walls where we don't even touch a controller, but we want to know like we're getting our money for it. Right. I'll, I, girl, I still got games that I've bought like over a couple of years ago, still in the wrapper, just looking at me like, so am I going to get open or like, what are we doing? You know GameStop ain't going to take me back. Like. Right? <laughs> You're going to end up on one. <laughs> Boy. Like, GameStop sounds like... Uh, like uh, it sounds like uh, one of them payday loans places. That's what I'm about to say. Y'all. Cash advance They places. are. <laughs> they are. Like, hey, we're going to give you this $500. You're going to pay us 2000 back. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And side note, on QVC, my mom is would be always watching In the Kitchen with David and always trying to buy some uh, new appliances for some <laughs> or some, uh, oh, what was it, Cookie, Cook's Essentials. Some of that shit was really good. I think I got some of that stuff. Look at you. <laughs> but my mom was like, I got you an Instapot from QVC. And it was 
three payments of five dollars. <laughs> like, oh, why? And then I found out what's on QVC. I'm like, oh, this is dangerous as hell. Like, right? I can break this what's up. Going into this? Mm-hmm. Break these payments up in twenty dollars. All right, say less. Exactly. Exactly. And then you know it, and it's like oh, I ain't got to pay it all up front. Give it to me, please. Thank you. Auto pay. Right. <laughs> Shoot, y'all, lifesaver. You know, QPC. If they would do, you know, I'm not gonna lie. If they did like Louis Vuitton with five easy payments. <laughs> We can get to, we can do better than Louis Vuitton. Well, let's do Longchamp. Uh, oh, look at you, <laughs> child. Okay, so another random story. I was working at I was working at the uh, the law this law firm, and my boss had came down from Boston, and she had a a Longchamp bag, and she called it Longchamps. Yeah. I almost had a fit in that damn office. I said I have to go, cause she had just just desecrated this whole name and i'm like how dare you just give me that bag you're not worthy of that young lady oh. but <laughs> you know white women anyway <laughs> let's keep it moving what else what kind of else tea we got well we got you know well the lion king live action well we call that action trailer um hit again or kind of came out we got a little bit more um, you know, Simba looks so cute as a little as a little cub, but um, mm, you know, I'm still. I, I'll be honest. I only watched The Lion King once. That's enough. Shouldn't that be a dramatic <laughs> ass movie? See, I am one of those people that, like, I remember as a kid when my grandmother took me to go see it. I remember her getting upset because, like, all these kids were like crying in the movie theater about the about Mufasa, and apparently <laughs> I was just sitting there staring at the movie thing, let the movie like okay. And she called my mother, and we got home, and she's like, "She didn't cry. All the children are in there crying." I'm like, "What's the point in crying? I ain't cry when Bambi's mama got got because that's nature, that's survival of the fittest, and clearly right. Bambi's mama was not fit enough to not get got." Oh my god. Secondly, like, I just, I mean, Mufasa underestimated Scar, and like, you shouldn't have been treating him like the ashy Negro child that you're (laughs) That's true. That is definitely true. And it's all like, this is your fault, (laughs) Jamesell Jones. I mean, what do you want me to do? I mean, I enjoy it. I do enjoy the movie. And when I got to see a sneak peek of the trailer last year, uh, before everybody else did, I just was like, oh, okay, this, it made me cry. And I was like, damn it. Like, it, <laughs> it's more so like a nostalgia thing, not so much like I know what's going to happen because I'm not going to cry in the movie theater when I. Right. When I so, I mean, it, I do enjoy the movie. I enjoy the songs. I mean, listen, my husband, Jason Weaver, He's saying, you know, I just can't wait to be king. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was very much so in love with that as a child. Um, the trailer is good. It's a good trailer. Um, I feel like we're about to get, like, a African concept album from Beyonce. And I'm fucking here for it. <laughs> right? 
She's gonna take us all the way back to our roots. Look, I see. Like, look, she's gonna have blue in Zimbabwe, and I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna let it happen. I know what's gonna happen. She's gonna have Jay Z rapping out of breath for two minutes. Uh-uh. And Does he have asthma or something? <laughs> Yo, uh-uh. Y'all, uh-uh. we'll talk about it when we go there. But leave him, leave him alone. <laughs> Like my mama, <laughs> he's still out of breath. Okay, but... I, I just want to say this though. You know what is happening? They took Scar wig away. And now I, listen. you know, <laughs> right? I do. I, I'm not mad about it because I've seen some rough ass looking lions at some really. <laughs> and I was like, you look like a neglected lion. Like I did. Like I didn't know what people were expecting. I was like, did y'all expect him to come out looking like Big Worm? I didn't understand. Uh, <laughs> but I get it. Like, people are used to seeing that, and they wanted to see that. And I'm like, eh, maybe you should have made his mane black. At least make his mane black. That's my biggest thing. Right. If they put uh, green eye contacts on a lion, I would have said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? He was looking... He just looking like he's about to host a show on BET in the night. Right. <laughs> well, he looked like he was um Pookie from New Jack City. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wanted him to have these Todrick Hall ass uh looking contacts. Oh, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's I think that's his real eyes. I think he has <sighs> trying to have hazel eyes like me, I think. I saw him up close at Baltimore. Oh, that was a context girl. Wow. Fucking context. But somebody had made a comment <laughs> on Twitter about Mufasa and Scar, how Mufasa was supposed to be the muscle mm-hmm. and Scar is the brains, which is why he is, I guess, sickly mm-hmm. looking like. I mean, I guess I mean, I'll he, buy I it. I mean, I would say he's the brains because uh, he killed Mufasa. <laughs> he ain't doing nobody uh, muscle. He ain't nobody's gym. Mm-hmm. At all. I know I wasn't planning on seeing this at all. I was like, okay, Beyonce's in it. I'm like, okay. So then the trailer came out. I was like, okay, fuck. They got me. My, yeah. I mean, my favorite tweet about the entire thing is everyone was like, oh, he's mad. Why does Scar look like that? Someone said, why did y'all think Scar was a top? I was like, you know <laughs> uh, what? All right. Good night. <laughs> Good fucking night. I am hurt. I am hurt. I was like, wait a minute. But if he's not a top, he deserves to have his wig look snatched out like that. No. I was like, y'all are wrong. I object. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it's going to be released June 19th. (laughs) So I guess we'll be there. I'll be there. I'm going to be mad, but I'll be there. Because I realize that's gonna that's gonna be a hard scene when Mafasta hits that ground. So yeah, <laughs> my husband he's like, Kayla, you can't laugh. I was like, I will try my hardest <laughs> because I, mean, I I I let my son watch Lion King for the first time last year, mm-hmm. and but he's just a very emotional child. And my husband was just like looking at me the entire time, like you better not laugh. And I was like, I don't, don't you but I can't. <laughs> like I can't help it. I was like, oh, and then he fell, and he goes, oh no, what happened? And I had to run out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> 
But you know, I, I understand that, Kayla, because I I laugh every time um, Scarlett's daughter dies in um, Gone with the Wind, which she put off her horse. Because <laughs> it was so fake looking, and it just. <laughs> so everybody going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My mama said she said I was going to hell because I laughed in front of her. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about another trailer. Well, more like a teaser. Oh. The uh American Horror Story trailer. <laughs> okay, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Some yeah. white woman is probably wishing don't need to be what's running and apparently there's a knife in the door and then it cuts to Made a horse story in 1984. Mm-hmm. Listen, no. he, he bit off of Stranger Things, and yeah. I just, I'm not here for it. And I, I really, sincerely, am not probably going to watch. I, I normally watch, and I watch until the Halloween episode, but I don't know if I can this time because mm-hmm. it's so obvious to be like, oh, well, they like horror and they like 80s. They like Stranger Things. Let's give them American Horror Story 1984. And Evan Peters ain't going to be in it. Nope. Right. I saw Evan in um, Target. He. Mm, he. You I mean, gonna Yeah. Go ahead and say that. He can. He can really get it. I was like, he's kind of. He's nicely built. Not like built, but it's like enough to like it so yeah he's he's actually really sexy in person in target <laughs> in the west hollywood target that's where i saw him but um you know actually i'm looking I, i'm actually looking forward to it I'm, i i kind of expected this to go this route you know what i mean just because it's almost like well why not you know um mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's tackling like he's tackled hunted houses aliens witches um roanoke that whole myth um so why not why not kind of satan so why not go into the big crux of horror which was the 80s um, especially 1984 because yeah. uh a nightmare on elm street was released children of the corn silent night Firestarter, deadly night so it's way camp uh, yeah <laughs> watch that the other day um so there's so many movies that did a lot with camp which is very fascinating because i just found out that there was a movie called Mad Madman, which was mm-hmm. a copy, supposedly a copy from Friday Thirteenth, and they had issues because it was like we have to they had to change the whole script around because of Friday Thirteenth. So I was like, oh, and then when I watched it, I was like, I can see what they did because it was, yeah, they had to change some stuff around. Um, I think, we, and mostly because of the second Friday Thirteenth, because that was Jason. And then they had Madman. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play around with. Um, and it's been done already. There's a, somebody did a movie. They did three movies about something similar, about this crazy person killing people in the woods. So um, it's, it's, it could be fun or it could be a mess. It might be both. And, <laughs> and <laughs> it probably will be. As long as it does Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Just like, like I, I, we'll see. It depends on who all is actually in it. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, in what rumor I heard, 
is Leah Michelle it'll be brought in and I'm not oh god leave that as much as I I, and I do like her I do like her and she's great at other things yeah um (laughs) so I just like I said as nice as I could I don't (laughs) want her to be attached to any of his horror stuff anymore so yeah unless she's gonna play unlikable which she plays very well so I mean I wonder if he's going to bring in some of the, you know, the 80s favorites, you know, that we know. Like, what if he brings in Heather Langenkamp, you know, Nancy from Nightmare on Street, or or even Robert Robert England, or, you know, you never know. He might just kind of mix in some of these folks that we've known all these years to jump in these movies. Um, and I think he's kind of, you know, I, I think Ryan is smart, so I think he's going to really play this up to where we will be talking about this um, as much as we'll be talking about Stranger Things. Um, so hopefully it doesn't go off the rails in the third episode, but if it does, it it, it probably will make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he, okay, I, I will say this. If he's going to go with like really handsome men that he can bring in because he needs someone to fill in post-Evan, um, if he brought back Julian, I would not be mad. Because hmm. mm, I will watch that man with no shit on for the rest <laughs> of my life. So, I mean, he's technically dead in Runaways, so he could uh, he could uh, jump on over and uh, right, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> like he's really not. I don't think he is right now. So he could definitely just just scoot on over, make it a thing, make it happen. But you know. I mean, he's got a lot of people that he likes to reuse people. If he wants to reuse somebody, let's reuse them. Right. Yeah, that's true. He does like to do that. That seems to be a theme now. Everybody likes to use the same folks. I don't, I, I guess that's cool. I mean, I, I would like to see some new folks pop in there. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I guess I'll be there. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I even though what you call it was kind of crazy too. I really enjoyed the last season we just had because that was actually kind of fun. Um, oh, what was that season? I forgot. Satan. It was. A oh uh, yeah, I was. I still haven't watched that shit. Uh, it was kind of fun. I mean, the 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 like the offspring. Well, you know, the the Satan kid. He was kind of attractive. There was something about him that was attractive. He's super tall. I know that much. So you wanted to smash a little kid. No, he's too he's too twinkish. I don't like <laughs> I work at a, I work at colleges. That's all I see every day. I I, I he he will be cute when he's full. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go on to some some other news before we uh, get to the, the cream of the crop. Yeah. Uh, at uh, Disney, Disney was doing an Investor's Day at their studios and it was announced that they're doing their streaming service. Okay. With much to everybody's, you know, uh, welcome. So the service will include all, basically all of the, uh, Disney's animated movies, their Star Wars, uh, Pixar content, 
there's going to be some live action Marvel movies that's going to include a Loki, Falcon, a Winter Soldier. There's, uh, so, um, I think, an animated Star Wars uh, show that's coming. Mm-hmm. Lots of other, you know, goodies and whatnot. So the price, the pricing is going to be $7 per month or $70 per year. And it's said to be available for the public on November 12th. So the question is, are you guys getting the streaming service? Yes. Mm, yes, and that's really all I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. Um, you know, there were other people that could have gotten TV shows before Falcon and Winter Soldier, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It'll be, it, I mean, price-wise, um, I mean, seeing as how Beyonce now has my Netflix going up to fifteen ninety nine a month, um, <laughs> I'm cool with seven dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I already got rid of cable, so why and not? That's you're paying the same. You're paying the same at this point, yeah. and it sucks. But now you have the access and the accessibility to watch all this stuff on demand whenever you want it like hell yeah you having a, a, a shitty shitty day you can come home and pop on aristocats have a good day right. or or, do, yeah. or 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 turn on wish upon a star you know or a goofy movie. So, listen wish upon a star <laughs> is just like it's not a disney it's a disney movie but it's not a disney channel original movie but it has katherine heigl at like her best before she just became horrible so you can <laughs> pop on that or yeah. you could watch a really terrible Disney Channel original movie, The Color of Friendship. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's true. But they also could, and I wonder if they're going to actually put, because I think this is one of Disney's seek, uh, hidden secrets or black sheeps, the return of the return to Oz. Ooh, with Faruza? Yep. That is one of, I hope so, because it's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um. Because they literally mashed up three of the Oz books. I've read all 14. Um, but that movie mashes up three of them and then, like, the perfect play. And her chicken is, like, the best thing ever about that movie. So I hope they do. Yeah, I hope they do, too. Because I remember seeing that as a... I was so confused. Watching that movie as a kid was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> so dark as a kid it's extremely dark like this bitch is removing her head and replacing it numerous times but like the older you get like that was a really cool movie this is really good yeah so yeah i wonder if we'll get that um and you know i'm actually looking forward to vision of scarlet witch only because i have been there's rumors circulating around the area that it's going to look into more of the magic part of things just because of what happens when they come back. Um, I'm doing a rumor, so I'm just warning everybody, it's a rumor. Um, but they say when, the, when they all come back, things are going to be different to where her power, like they're going to try to play with her powers a bit, meaning that it will be magic in nature. So I don't know what that really means, but if they do that, that will be kind of fun to watch this series. Um, I wish they, and you know, they probably still will. I, I also heard that there's a lot they have not talked about. Like, I hope they do have a Kamala Khan, you know, I would like to see some of the younger Avengers. I would love to see, you know, Kamala Khan, maybe even see some um, 
the Dora Milaje, like some stories with them, Midnight Angels, like something to where we see some characters that they probably couldn't really pull off in the movies altogether. But I mean, they, well, rephrase that. They could spend more time with series-wise on this thing. So $7 is not bad. And I'm willing to spend that $7. Right. But then you also get all 30 seasons of The Simpsons, which I don't hate because those early seasons are actually really good. So... Yeah, back when I gave a damn about The Simpsons. Yeah, and so, I mean, you also get a lot of the Fox library um, and a lot of the Fox, which I'm hoping, like, you get some of the Fox TV shows um, that have gotten canceled. I mean, we, you know, like, pitch, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that would be nice. And yeah. you know, I'm thinking they're going to get some more of their ABC shows that you haven't been able to watch on any streaming services. So, like, I would like to be able to watch my wife and kids on a streaming service. So, if they put that on there, that would be great. Just like, okay. you know, watch those, you know, there's, it's just stuff you want to go back and be like, oh, I want to watch that that you haven't really been able to. Yeah. Um, that'll be nice. Yeah. That's true. And there's also rumors that they may be getting more into the animation piece. So I'm like, that might be really, really, really good for them. Because they have, they have a decent animation roster. Um, mm-hmm. But I would like to see if they kind of do a little bit more. Because they could literally tell, they can do what, you know, DC does. They'll take one of their big stories and make it one of the animated movies. So maybe they can be like, oh, hey, Dark Phoenix, we'll actually do it live. You know, we'll do it that way, but not live but we'll do it the way it's supposed to be done. And they could. So you never know how this will turn out. So I, you know, we'll, I'm going to pay my little $7 a month. That's not bad when you think about it. Cause no, not at all. It's not. And you don't have to deal with commercials. I pay for, I pay extra to Hulu. So I ain't got to watch ads. So <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, if, if I, I want a streaming service, why do I, why do I need that? I get why Hulu does the ads, but, yeah. you know, it's just same. So, I'm going to pay just a little bit extra. So, I'm essentially paying for internet and cable without having cable. So, you know, fun time when you go look at your budget. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, let's get into Beyonce. Yes. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. Um, okay. So I was not ready to be emotional when watching Homecoming. Because mm-hmm. I had already seen it. When it, full disclosure, I was at the club drunk of my ass. I realized that it was that time. It was like, I think she started going on like at 1 or one thirty, two o'clock, something like that. I sobered right the fuck up, ran outside, and was glued to my phone the rest of the night. Watching Beyonce get these folks together at Coachella. Now, what were you all's... Did you see it when it was initially uh, aired, or was this your first time watching the performance? What were your thoughts? I got to watch it the day after because I don't like I, I don't I can't stay up that late to watch so I was just like I fell asleep I was trying really hard to stay up and watch um but I definitely felt I, I think I stayed up but like I caught a little bit of it and then I went to sleep and then I was able to watch it the next day 
because somebody had uploaded it illegally somewhere and I just so happened to like see a link scroll down my timeline and I was like I don't see Beyonce I'll watch that um but um this and how intimate it was um was like like you said I wasn't expecting to be super emotional and then of course like as a mom it made it a little hard for me to watch only just knowing that like what her body had already just went through and what she put her body through just to give these people a fucking show um that was tough and then she just she really did just put her her like whole everything into this performance and as someone who did not have an HBCU experience because of money um it was like a glimpse of what my life could have been like so it was really it was really good I I I was I have watched it every day since I will say that I at least watch it once a day I listen to it every day um I got I was late for work uh on Thursday not gonna lie I was late because I did the everybody mad choreography so (laughs) I mean as one should (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's like when you hear it, it's like you can't not do it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's like a compulsion. I feel like every generation is kind of like born with like knowing a choreography, like a like you're just born knowing choreography to something. Like my generation, we were born knowing the choreography to uh, you know, new edition. Um, we all know how to do the turn, hands up in the air, turn around and just we all b- were born that way. I feel like the kids born <laughs> now, they're gonna be they're gonna already know that everybody matters choreography. So, yeah that's how it is yeah i i saw it the night that it because you know it was it was in california so i was able to watch it that night and i was you know watched it on youtube and i was like okay that little that that beginning of her walking that little walk she was doing it reminded mm-hmm. me of when you look at um school days and when um they were at the parade and yes yeah, and they when when she came out of that pyramid, it made me think of that. Um, I was like, you know what? Okay, but it also reminded me of, and I when I went in Murray State, I mean, we wasn't a nowhere near HBCU, but because it was only like five hundred of us, we were very tight. So when we did homecoming or we did anything, or like the AKAs would do something, they would do something like that. They would come out in these looks and everything and then also no you know it was funny because i also thought about um the gays when i was growing up in college you know they some the, the gay people that i knew and some of my friends would do some of these things with capes and it just made me think of those things but when i saw um that part i knew that she was about to just tear this whole entire thing up and then just to realize that i was sitting there for like it was like midnight, I think, or a little bit after midnight after everything was over with. And I was like, I've been sitting here literally not even realizing how much time has passed. And then when I saw the Netflix, that was like over two hours. I was like, wow, that just went by. But those pieces in the, in, in the documentary or the film was just really nice to see. Because, you know, we don't, Beyonce doesn't always put herself out there. Like, we don't see her like, talking and, and like we, we we don't see that often and so it was always nice to see that you know as she said you know my country ass can do it it was nice to see that because she's still a human person we i think we kind of forget that beyonce is just like somebody that you grew up with in some ways you know and so um it was nice to see that 
it was nice to see that show again. Um, I don't know if y'all saw, I have one of the shirts. I paid $40. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have the Beyonce. I have, I have one of those shirts. Um, and uh, sadly, one of those sweatshirts. <laughs> Over $100 for it. This is why I need to quit being like inspired when I watch stuff. But anyway, <laughs> because I have the jacket. I have a formation jacket. That was $150. And that have, I haven't worn it once. It's still in the closet. So I was like, I need to quit doing this. Because I'm like, when I'm going to wear this stuff? Anyway, um, it was, I, I was just floored. And I've been playing that, the soundtrack, every time I can, from going to work, coming back from work in the gym, for no apparent reason. I just love it. I just love it. Yes, that, the transitions when she mixed uh back that ass up to oh, crazy yeah, in love when she yeah. put down for my niggas uh for the what was it she put it to formation i think mm-hmm. when she did the i will never hear say my name in the original version like nope not anymore i can't i can't do it i cannot do it uh the it, it, i just how are you going to be on a chart? You are number two behind Lizzo on iTunes chart with music, basically with old music. <laughs> it drives me crazy. What makes me mad, can I just say this? What makes me mad is every one of her damn albums entered except for B-Day. <sighs> First of all, uh, it's I, the I best one. Let's, let's, let's go later. Yes. She was in her bag, and that's when she first did. That was the first time she did conceptual videos for all yeah. of her songs. Yeah. And the green light video is perfection. Green light is so underrated, and you hoes let it almost flop, and I will never forgive you. <laughs> Y'all right. B Day is a very solid album. I remember when it came out, and I bought it. I I bought it. I was living in Arizona at the time and I bought it and I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling all of these songs. I'm like, you are really about to take over the world. And I, Kitty Cat's one of my favorite songs just because oh, it's very sexy. It, 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 it's sexy. It's sleek. I love it. It just makes so much sense when you listen uh-huh. to it. It's timeless to me, I think. And I just really, in Greenlight, I do enjoy, I, I've grown to enjoying Greenlight. So I was one of those hoes. But now I have gone to, you. <laughs> but I have, I really do enjoy it. Like what she did, I mean, I don't think people understand. This is why I get mad at many folks who always want to taunt up some um, Carly Rae. Overrated, overrated or whatnot. Let's talk about this um, right quick. Uh, you know, all these other folks, Katy Perry, um, I'm not gonna say anything about um, Adriana because I know Kayla, you like her. Um, it, it, it's okay. So it's more so that I think she's fantastic and she has and she's very good at what she does. Yes. I feel like like a lot of the people that came out the same time she did at their age, they kind of grew up too fast. Yeah. And I feel. And that's the thing. I think I get more frustrated with Ariana because she does have a good mom. Yeah. She has a very good and active mom. But I get, I think it's more so, I think what has rubbed off on her is her brother and that's that. Oh my God. If he could be Thanos snapped. I mean, 
Oh God, I can't with him. I, I, uh, but anywho, I, I, it's hard for me to understand how other people be like, "Ooh, Carly Rae, the queen." I'm like, queen of what? Of one hit wonders? Like, I'm always like, how can y'all be taunting some of these folks up like they really doing something when you have Beyonce? And then giving you hit after hit after hit, putting her body through all of this work. So let's let's go ahead and get into it because you can come at a we can have a debate as far as um who you like, but you can't question Beyonce's work ethic, how much she puts into all of her songs, yes, how she keeps on reinventing and giving you hoes new shit, remixing shit. Yeah. Like, okay, if she's not doing that, then who's on her level? Yeah. Honestly. And that's the thing, though. I've always said that to everyone because she, for a long time, like, and I love Leslie Child. I own, I own all the albums. And I've owned every single one of Beyonce's albums. Is she the best singer of all time? No, but she's the best goddamn entertainer of all time. And I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's doing. And you can't say that. So when people try to like try to take that away, I'm like, no, because you can't you'll never not remember one of her performances. Yeah. That's not a thing. So that you know, it's frustrating. It is. It's very frustrating. Like you just can't say that, oh, she's overrated or you don't identify with what she's saying. Well, maybe she, you're not the intended audience. <laughs> Did you ever think of that? I mean, Formation was, and Lemonade was for Black women. So you can like it or you could say, oh, this was horrible. Okay, well, maybe it wasn't for you. It wasn't for you, baby. Yeah. Everything ain't for everybody. Very true. I, I think it's well, fascinating. If they feel excluded, then they, they have to take it down. You know? Yeah. Or I, I hate when they try to say when when you talk about her they try to come they put somebody else in there like like Taylor and Taylor and and Beyonce are just killing it I'm like mm, Beyonce's one of these is not like the other yes when when's the last the last album that Taylor put out was what when and no reputation and it was terrible are we fucking serious went triple plexiglass <laughs> like, it drives me crazy because she doesn't like. It's funny. There's a video that circulates about Taylor, and she's like, "No one asks about why am I the only one that gets asked about making songs, and it's only me." And she like she started naming men who make songs about their exes. I'm like, "Yeah, but we know it. But you built your entire career on racking up exes and making damn albums about each and every one of them." Mm-hmm. That's your. That's what you. That's so you can't get mad when you you and you used to think it was funny and cute to talk about it. Yeah, but I want to be taken seriously as an artist. Like, mm, no, <laughs> no, like no. I, I mean, like that's the thing. Taylor has some deep cuts that are actually really good. Mm-hmm. Bad places on Twenty Two is actually fantastic. Um, I like the song that she did but, on uh, the Hunger Games, the Eyes Wide Open. Well, keep your eyes wide open, whatever. That's yeah, cute. and she's not, you know. But at the same time, you can't. It's the comparison. It's why I got mad the other day when that stupid ass outlet tried to be like, "Oh, Ariana got paid more than Beyonce." Why are y'all oh, trying to start shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For what reason? What did that do for you? 
Did you, did you, did you get the engagements? Did you get the did clips? You get the, did you get the wife? Did you get the man? <laughs> and that could be, that could be a, I was going to say this could be a topic for another time, but yeah, these, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, I, I, I try, I'm trying to understand clout chasers. So I'm like, is it that you are willing to be dragged in order to get clout? But when they put that information out, I was like, where, where is the facts in that? Where is, who's saying that? If it ain't Billboard, if it ain't, you know, people that we know it will give us the facts, don't do it. I feel like they were willing to get their credibility shot to put that lie out there about what was happening. And I remember when I saw it, I was like saying, but Beyonce has a Netflix movie. So why are we even talking about who got paid more? She has Netflix. Will, will Ariana get Netflix? Maybe, but not like that. <laughs> Netflix paid Beyonce $60 million. And billboards all over Los Angeles. <laughs> and she dropped the album. And can we go into, before I let you go, because I was not ready to stand as hard as I was for two songs that <laughs> are remade and yeah. then, like, that is that song is my my summer song mm-hmm. and i'm waiting for somebody i'm waiting for her to drop this dance because i know there's a dance in there <laughs> there's a dance in there and i need to know it That's true. if there is one person that can make me actually give a shit about cameo candy it was beyonce because i can't stand that damn song oh, no. but i was like <laughs> when, it, when it looped in i was like why why did she do this because i can't stand this song but i like this song (laughs) i was so i was so conflicted in my heart yeah yes beyonce i just i and i wasn't a beyonce stan I was like, okay, she's talented, but I'm not going to ride or die for I'm not one of the Beehive members. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I might have to apply for new membership. I just feel like that she is what we have right now. Like, to me, she reminds, like, I grew up in the Janet age, and she's like that to me. How Janet was like, when Janet breathed, I was already there. And, you know, I, you know from skipping high school class, I mean, skipping high school to go see Rhythm Nation, to, you know, taking a bus to go see her perform at Good Morning America and then turn going right back. That's how I feel about Janet. But then now I feel like now we have Beyonce. And I feel like that is, is it, I don't know, I, I don't, I'm a stan. I guess I am a stan. I've been spending all this money on this stuff. But <laughs> um, um, I just feel like that that's what we, that's the best of what we have right now. That is the best. And you know. Right. Like Who she can drop an album unannounced in the middle of the night and have niggas just waking up, yelling, screaming? And I remember that night because she dropped it after Scandal. And everybody well, lost their fucking mind. They did. I remember I was like, oh my God, looking at me downloading that whole entire thing right off the bat. Um, remember Crystal um, losing her mind on <laughs> Exactly. That's how I didn't know who she was. I didn't even know who Crystal was until that moment. Um, but it was just like, oh my God. So, you know, yeah, it was, that's the best that we have right now. And, you know, sometimes I, it's funny because someone mentioned J-Lo and I was like, no. They no. mentioned who? They said, well, J-Lo. Who? Wait a minute. And I was like, she's an entertainer, but she's not that level of 
because her best album was and, and we I give J Lo this. Her best album is This Is Me Then because she got some covers on that damn thing and some samples that that are fantastic. Yeah. And it's a good album that you can listen to without skipping songs. True. However, <laughs> um, this is also J Lo. So J Lo just did the Motown fucking tribute. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, couldn't have done the Latin Grammys. Nope. Right. I just, you know, I'm gonna let it go. Yeah. I've stayed in my bubble. I, I can't because the feelings I have about J Lo are so strong, <laughs> and the shit that she's done. I just, I tried to watch Monster in Law the other day because I love that movie, and I just was so mad watching it. Really? <laughs> just like I was so mad. I. I love that movie for Wanda Sykes in it. Yeah, and her her back and forth with Jane Fonda. You know, it's so like it's 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 fantastic comedic timing. You know, I, that's how I feel about Enough. Like I could watch Enough. Enough will come on. I will sit there and look at it. No, no matter where we are in the movie, I'll give her that. I'll give J Lo that. When she, when she did Enough, she did that. And I was I was I can watch Enough anytime, any day, whenever. But she was in the same conversation as Beyonce. That makes me mad. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, that's like actually like <laughs> my body chemistry just went up. Like, I'm actually hot about this. Yeah, <laughs> the audacity. You know, you know how you know how people are. They love to put people up there. You'd be like, okay, um, all right. But but it, you know, again, homecoming. I feel like that's what I feel like Beyonce is going to take a break after that. I think she just, well, you never know because Lion King may give us something that we ain't even thinking about yet. But I'm telling you, it's going to be an African conceptual album. <laughs> and it's going to be like Serafina on steroids, and I am here for it. Serafina. She's going to have Whoopi Goldberg out there in the dress. Uh-huh. The dress ah! Don't do that. Don't do that, ma'am. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to be a star. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's what's going to happen, and it's going to be fantastic. Watch. Watch. I just want to say Blue Ivy is coming. That is the way that we saw, again, when Janet was, was growing up in the biz and we saw her, Blue Ivy is about to be, we're not ready for that, because you already can hear her trying to sing like her mama. And She's out there making sure everybody's on time, watching her mom. <laughs> <laughs> that that one little clip of her looking in the door and looking at her, I was like, okay, I see. So you know, Blue Ivy is going to be something to look at in the next twenty years. I will say, probably less than that. Ten. Five. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep it that way. So she's coming. She's coming. Well, let's no, go here. Like Kim ain't gonna, Kim's gonna have that. Kim's gonna have North put out an album before Blue, uh, Blue Ivy, and it's gonna be terrible. What? Well, like she sings and raps like her dad. <laughs> so I hate him too. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I kind of think that I think we're gonna end up seeing North and Pocket, whatever the name of the, uh, Kanye's kids. Um, you say Pocket. I can't think of it. <laughs> Pocket. Uh, 
who? Because <laughs> watch, Blue Ivy gonna do something, and then so is um, North is gonna do something too. It's gonna almost be like how Mariah and Bianca is gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be. Oh bless! All right, that's a go to bed. <laughs> go to bed right now. Veronica and Betty. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. Let's clean up this tea. And let's move on into King's Eyes issue. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today, Victor? What are we going to talk about? I say we're talking about Sabrina. Oh, that's right. We're going to talk about Sabrina. I just, I had to like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, this, this was an interesting season for me. It was an interesting season. Yeah, I thought it was a little over the place at times, but then towards the end, it it righted itself. Mm-hmm. Taylor, what did you think? Um, I was scared that I was gonna see two black people die every episode. Girl, <laughs> I was very nervous that two black people were gonna three black people. What am I talking about? Three black people were gonna die every episode, and this is like. Me being like completely honest, I was really, really nervous that yeah. this I was gonna see this happen. And one, I will commend them that it did seem a little bit crazy, but I think that the chaos was supposed to be the fact that like it. I mean, essentially, that's what their world is. It is chaos. It is crazy. It is hectic. Um, I just, you know. It was it was very interesting how everything like went down, um, dynamic wise within friendships and mm-hmm. families, um, and I mean the best character all season was Hilda because she is not to be fucked with, and right. it was it was done in a very great way of like she's super sweet, but don't cross her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like that they gave her that quality of like don't 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 fuck with people that she loves. And I, I do really appreciate that. Um, I just, with, as, long, as far as prudence goes, I was a little bit, uh, they made her weaker this season and I didn't appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I have to agree. She was, that bite was toned down a little bit and I think it was toned down for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I wanted her, I don't know, I, I am in love with Prudence, and anytime she was on the camera, I was enthralled. Yeah. I just felt like she was brought down a little bit, and I didn't, I didn't much care for that. I mean, I do appreciate that the two Black people ended up together, and they're like, they kept them together as like a thing. I was very interested as in to how that was going to go. Um, which is like refreshing to see because normally it's an interracial couple, and I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I'm an interracial couple, but but at the same time, I do appreciate that the two of them are together, and that did make sense for the show. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm also like, it, it was good. I just there's like a little bit missing. We didn't get as much as Salem, which is like a big part in the comics if you've read them. 
Yeah. Um, which is kind of crappy. He doesn't really do anything in the show. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It, it was, it was a good season. I finished it within two days, but it wasn't as strong a finish as I thought it was going to be. Cause season one was just so good. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think it's gone the Riverdale route because season one of Riverdale was fantastic. And then season two was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I agree with y'all about Prudence. Prudence to me was, I loved the fact that when she was introduced and the way she was introduced is because again, we don't see a lot of uh, women of color in these type of roles where they're being, you know, troublemakers or pervasive or whatever. We, we don't really always get that. And I just felt like they just kind of shelved her or split her, her personality with the other two sisters. And I just felt like, uh, I kind of want Prudence to just be Prudence, you know what I mean? But I just, right. I just wanted a little bit more. And um, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the little demon boy, whatever his little name is, Hellstorm, whatever the little boy name is. Uh, uh, which one? The, the boy in the school, the boy, her, a Nicholas? Yeah, Nicholas. Uh, he was, I mean, I could, he was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have any qualms for him about him. I mean, I, I was a little pissed off at the, towards the end where he was doing all this to, just to get close to Sabrina uh, for the Dark Lord. But other than that, I'm like, you know, he cute or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Ross Lynch after the other day is looking a lot better, you know. Thank you, Twitter. Um, <laughs> I mean, Accurate. I didn't look for it. I didn't search for it. It just so happened to pop up on my timeline, and I was like, "Huh? Well, the, what? The chilling, adventure, the chilling adventures of of, of Ross Lynch." Mm. Mm-hmm. You don't know about it? No. Mm. Okay. Well. Google. Do some Googles. Um, he's a, his wand is fantastic. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know what, madam? <laughs> what? You talking about Nicholas? No. Harvey. Oh, I think I knew about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know about I mean, I have some stuff to do when we get off, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it happened, it popped up, you know, quite mm-hmm. interesting. But at the same time, regardless of that, I mean, I don't mind Nick because I'm not there for him. I'm, there, I'm here for Ambrose any and always, any day of the week. Yeah. Yes, Ambrose. <laughs> I Rambrose is a very nice and it, he fits it there's but I, I guess I want more I, I guess Ambrose can give me more I want more with Ambrose I mean there was a little bit more of a story there this 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 time um but I would like a little bit more of Ambrose and I I guess a part of me would look at Nicholas as I kind of wanted to see Nicholas as the way I used to see Eric Northman 
And um, and if y'all don't know, Eric Northman in True Blood, I kind of want to see him like that type of tantalizing, like why I would, you know, mm-hmm. jump over here on this side. And I just felt like he was always like, you like, you was kind of like whatever. So. I think because Eric didn't care about being good. Eric just kind of did what he wanted. And he, you know. Yeah. He just was. And I, I mean, he read the books. I love Eric with like my entire heart. Because he's just, <laughs> He's a, he's a, he's my fave, but um, I also think that gives to the character as well, because Alex Anderson-Garsgaard is really good at that, Yeah. and like making you completely believe the character. I think with Nick, it's a little tougher, um, so I don't know, maybe, I mean, I didn't hate him this season, I didn't appreciate, one of his, like, there's part of his story arc that I just was not here for. I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't really care that you don't have no family because half the kids at this uh, damn school don't have family. So, I mean, regardless, I mean, you got Prudence who doesn't even want to be claimed by her own damn father. So, that part didn't really appeal to me. Um, but it, you know, the season, it, I can see what you're saying. Like, it was, like, up and down. There were bits and pieces. Like, the episode with the Mandrake is my favorite of the season. Just because to see the two different Sabrinas and that part, like, she did a really good job. Yes, yeah, she did. On splitting the difference, especially when she's like, everybody's so mean to me. And I'm just like, oh, this is crazy. That's <laughs> Um but you know, and I, my favorite character this entire season because I loved her arc was Wardlow because she just Wardlow. She was just so good. Michelle so good. Gomez needs to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as some kind of villain. Yeah. Like, yeah, she is so good. Like, I want her to be a celestial. Let me put that out there into the universe. Yeah. Like, if we're going internals and we're doing all this stuff, yes, let's make her. And true. One of the things that I really love that they did, and I don't think I've seen this on a show, is when Susie came out and she said that I'm actually transgender and I'm Theo. And I liked how the other cat, her friends said, okay. It was like no kind of, oh, but what about this? What about that? It was just, I'm there for you. And like I said, I don't think I've ever seen that kind of story of a queer person on television. Like it was, it was, it moved me in a way that I didn't feel that it could. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was so necessary. Yeah. I mean, I think it was important. I mean, because the kids don't have that either. Right. They've got, you know, they don't, they don't, or they don't, kids don't get it. So I think that it was important to introduce it on this show more than anything, because it's already a show that's a little bit kind of got a lot of things going on dynamic wise. So, I mean, it was very interesting to see that they decided to kind of open the season with that. Yeah, and I liked how uh, Harvey was like, he was like, okay, so you're not Susie, you're Theo. I was like, okay. Yeah. 
and it was no kind of uh no hush, no fuss, nothing. But um let's let's see, what were some of your favorite parts of the season? Hmm. Um always it, I for some reason that some some something about the um Father Blackwood. It's I don't he know was such a fucking bastard. <laughs> I know I I think I I think I like that. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think that's what I like about him as a character is the fact that he did some interesting things. Um so I I, I kind of I, I won't say there was like scenes, but it was just his character. And also um the other aunt, not the not um the the one that, when she Zelda Hilda when she revealed like she said I'm doing you know like I'm doing this for power or you know she she's like when she kind of talked about what she why she's doing what she's doing I kind of like that about her I was like I, I I was like I knew that was about you I knew that's what you was trying to do <laughs> and so I was like okay okay. And I was like, I kind of like that about her because when I thought that she was one way, she's really not. Because you think about how she was about um, um, Blackwood's, I guess, wife as per, and all that stuff. And I'll raise the baby. My, you know, I'm like, girl, okay, you are. All right. So, you know, she would do whatever she, would do whatever she needs to do. I really, really love the tarot card episode. That was really good. Hmm. I could, it was I kind didn't, of genius. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be uh, Lilith uh, when she was doing her, what do they call those potions or the those spells? A glamour. Uh, yeah. uh, the glamours, yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, who is this character? Yeah. And then it was her the whole time. I was like, the whole time? but yeah that was that was good um i the misogyny that was rampant when blackwell started doing this whole uh the order of the judas and whatnot it was so grimy and it felt heavy and it felt nasty and I don't know. Did anybody else have that kind of feeling? I think it was kind of reflective of like the times and like how yeah. men are trying to like certain men, not all, but the ones that do fall into the misogynistic type are trying to go back to doing that kind of stuff and like, oh, we need to take it back and, you know, we're getting too far PC wise. I think it was kind of reflective and it's gross and it's hard to watch and how they were like the times they're trying to go back to but I did, I think I appreciated that social commentary like it's wrong it's like you need to fight against being like this yeah yeah hmm and it was hmm. gross like the church of Judas I'm like mm, yeah. You know, it's interesting how they, you know, that's, I guess that's a small thing I, I, I struggle with is how they look at Satan. I, you know, they kind of, they look at Satan for the basic value of what Satan is. Uh, I, 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 
I was, it was a documentary about how people look at Satan differently. Like, it'd be nice if they kind of looked at Satan as not, look at him more as Lucifer, not Satan, if that makes sense. Like, Lucifer was like, I'm trying to make a change. I was trying to, you know, evolve, and I got shot down. Like, I kind of wish they would go a different route with that, because they're so, like, this is Satan. Satan, you know, this is, hell Satan, this is how it is. Evil. It's beautiful. I'm like, it was uh, that I'm not a religious type of person, mm-hmm. but it was interesting how they kind of flipped it as far as saying, oh, this false God, as far as, you know, Christianity and whatever is evil. And then Satan is this whole all knowing type of person. I don't, I don't know how to, it's odd because I'm not a religious person, but it just, it felt weird to have people talk like that about Satan as if it were God. I don't know. And then like the whole, Satan was actually, he didn't need to be that good looking. Um, what is uh little cheeks hanging out? <laughs> and uh, he didn't have little Debbie's. Come at you. <laughs> little Debbie but it, I don't know. It was it's interesting when TV shows or video games flip the perspective as far as this whole religion. They they switch perspectives. Like I, I don't know, Kayla. Have you uh, played Bayonetta? No, not in a long time. But I know what you're talking about. So it, it is weird because it's yeah. like things you have to get used to. So like whenever they say, um, like, oh for hell's sake, or you don't have a chance in heaven. It's kind of weird the way it flips because you're not used to seeing that. So like the way that they were able to do it, it. it it throws you. Yeah. It really does. And how they they say that Satan provides us all these things and whatnot. And I'm thinking, okay, logically or well, spiritually, I'm not supposed to agree with something like this. But logically, I can understand where someone could follow that. Yeah. It's, I'm all for different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Now, can we get into these angels? Because I thought they were going to be bigger than what they were. So I thought they were just some random, radical, religious zealots. Mm-hmm. But when they kind of fought off prudence and the girls, I was like, oh, wait, they're actually angels. But I kind of thought that sto- that that kind of storyline was snuffed out real quick. It was weird with their little beady beady eyes. Um, Wasn't he? Oh, that was so creepy. But I mean, that's how they be looking at you when you go to a new church. Like, why are you so beady eyes like that? Why are you looking at me? Why do you want me to be at this part of your congregation? That's so bad. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, that that episode was very interesting i mean and, and super disturbing 
um, I, I, it didn't go on as long as it possibly could have. It just seemed like it went all, it, they threw it all away in one episode and it could have extended and actually been a really cool story plot down the line instead of throwing it in now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part, but I get why they used it, you know, dwindle the church, do all of these things. Um, and, and, you know, have Sabrina take on this role. So it, it's a, you know, it, it, to show that it's all a part of the plan to get Sabrina to be his right hand. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, it just, it did feel rushed because it's like all the elements of True Blood with like the Church of the Sun and everything, it could have been a lot bigger. Yeah. Crazy yeah. lot. Yeah. Like, that was, and it's the thing, True Blood did it well because they they had that one season of the Church of the Sun and like all of their, like, what are they teaching and their, what were they, the missionaries of, of the light or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it, it did, it, it was weird. It was a very interesting episode. It was very, it was very charmed, like, to have them eliminated in one episode. Yeah. Which was weird. Because you would think that that could, I mean, and essentially you can't say that they're all gone. They're not all gone. There were only two of them. Yeah. So potentially they'll show up next season. I mean, because she's, you know, all gung-ho about, let's go to hell. Like, why? Why? Right, girl. This ain't no... Down no somewhere. <laughs> and that's another thing with uh, Sabrina. The whole, whole two seasons, she was on this whole... I know better than everybody else because I'm I'm a half breed, and if you're not with me, then I don't know if I can trust ever trust you. She was very white woman, like these whole past two seasons, and it was just irritated the shit out of me. Like for example, when she accused Luke of sending those uh, demons to get her, I'm like, what is your proof? Like, and it came out of fucking nowhere. I'm like, bitch, sit down somewhere. That that very irritated the shit out of me. I told, I looked at my boyfriend. I was like, see, this is the problem I have with you white bitches. You do this type of shit, and then once you get caught on on it, you want to cry. What did y'all think about this whole white woman nonsense throughout the the series? <laughs> I feel like we. Get I mean, that. I also say I feel like we get that. I feel like we get that with uh, if you look at a lot of these. Like I think of Buffy. There were some times that she did stuff like that, and I was like, okay, you can just sit down. Or you know, I think we just see that a lot. I kind of expect that, but yeah, I I agree. She was very like. I know more or I, 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 I can do this because I, I know I can do it. And I'm like, that's what gets everybody in trouble and gets people, you know, marked and everything else because you think you're doing things for the best. Like I think about when um, that boy broke his leg or whatever happened. That was, that was like, that was, oh yeah, that was you doing the most and all you had to do was just, you know, think before you react. And so, you know, it's just, but you know she's young too. Think about it. I mean, if we were sixteen-year-old people with, with with powers, we'd probably make all type of mistakes every day. That's true. Yeah. 
she Sabrina this season was like the worst part of Paige Hollowell and Prue Hollowell all in one. <laughs> like just kind of reckless, but I know better, like you were saying. And like, well let me handle it and I got it and I'm gonna go do it, but I'm gonna get myself killed in the present. Like it was kind of like that and a little frustrating a lot, to be completely honest. It was like chill out. Just chill. She could she had no Serena had no chill this season. Yeah. She None did. chill. And I'm so glad Harvey checked her ass. Yeah. He's like, look, well, you can't come in and come out. You either all in or all out, bitch. So what's up? Was, I mean, <laughs> she hadn't seen his, his thing yet, so she probably would have been all in, had she. Oh, well. <laughs> no. But, I mean, at the same time, it's just, it, it... Karen is really good at what she does as an actress because she had me very frustrated with Sabrina this entire season. Like, I really wanted Ross to backhand the shit out of her and she didn't. That's true. <laughs> I, mean, Ross, I mean, Ross has a lot of restraint for a black woman because I would not make it in Greendale. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking somebody up. <laughs> all the way up yeah but uh, I don't know looking back I mean it, like I said it, it was an interesting season it wasn't a bad season it was just in, it was interesting I just hope if it gets a third it 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 does something new if that makes sense kind of give us something new about the characters do you think they'll kill off a character yeah yeah I mean, like, kill him off where Sabrina can't resurrect him. Like, she's used enough Phoenix down from Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I think of all the supernatural shows I've watched over the years. I'll, I'll use Buffy again. How we we killed Jenny Calendar second season. We killed um, we killed, um, oh, Lord. Willow's girlfriend. We killed, we killed people. People died. Um, and so I think as you in supernatural shows in the third season, if somebody does not die or gets written off or whatever, then they're not doing it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as they do not take the easy way out and throw off a black person or a queer person, true, I'm fine, right? Because I mean, there's other people you could kill off, like Zelda, because I love her, but god damn, a lot of the shit she does is bring the hell onto people. So I did not feel bad for her trapped in that damn curse. I'm like, that's what you get. That is exactly yeah. what you get. <laughs> your own fault. Nobody like and I knew something was weird when I saw her in the like when they first opened the first scene and she's in that dress. I'm like, why the fuck is she dressed like that? Right. Who she saying she is? Grace Kelly? <laughs> she just I was like, What step I was like, she is Stepford? Like what just happened? I mean, and essentially she was. It just it was very interesting to see because she also had like the smile on her face that was not her own because she don't smile because unless she's like up to something and mm-hmm. you know Zelda I mean it just it was very interesting to see but uh you know I, I, there's a lot of people that can potentially go um and technically somebody is gone you know Nick is gone he's in hell he's with Lois you know and this season was rough like Poor Lilith and Adam. Like, uh, right? She had her little bit of happiness, and then 
<laughs> just like a nigga, just to fuck it up. Like, I was, I was upset with that. I was, I'm like, she's done. Lilith has done all of this shit for you, and you just can't let her be happy. Nope. The biggest part was I did, I didn't feel as bad for her because like he brought your bird back to life, and you didn't think that the bird was like watching you. Right. Why do you think he would plant that bird there? Like, what? You didn't think that he would know? I was just, yeah. And, yeah, I saw what y'all was talking about with Ross or Harvey. Oh, oh my yeah. word. Yeah, I, just, I just did, too. I said. <laughs> All right, I mean, tripod. <laughs> yeah, you know. Come on, tripod. <laughs> Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's still he's too young for me but i can see somebody being happy with that he's not really cute to me but he's not him and his brothers <laughs> that all look like they were inbred he looks like one of those like one of those boy bands of the 90s that got like the bleach blonde mm-hmm. and like they really don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. and they yeah. went to, like fantastic sam's when they were having a sale and, yeah. yeah all their brothers all of them look alike and it's, there's five of them they had a what was the name of the group i don't know was it r5 or some shit like that yeah that was group call five yeah so he, his group was r5 and it was like all of them because all their names are fucking r and I mean, I will say he was adorable in Teen Beach movie. He was, yeah. um, but he, you know, he's an acquired taste. But they all look like they were like inbred. Like they all like mm-hmm. inbred had to happen because they all look alike. Like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, final comments. Would you recommend the second season of Sabrina? I would because you're gonna be lost <laughs> when you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you lost as hell. Um, hey, it's not a bad season by any means. It's enjoyable, but it 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 wasn't as great as the first season. Yeah, I I like the first season better. Uh, I like the first season better, but I I. I, I you know what? I need to. I'm gonna look at some episodes again, because maybe that was the thing. Because I'll be honest, there were some episodes I was. It was in the background because I was writing, so I was using that to, you know, fuel my writing. Um, so I'm gonna go back and look at certain ones because I need to like capture some things. I think it's interesting because I know when I people may laugh at this, but when I watch Vampire Diaries, they actually did some good stuff in that show. Um, and I feel like that's what I'm I'm kind of missing some of that some of that Julie Peck-ish type stuff in this show. Um, because the dude who's doing the show, I mean, he's a queer guy of color and he does a good job anyway. He writes comics. But at the same time, I feel like there was something I, I can't really put my finger on it right now. There was just stuff that wasn't really it wasn't coming all the way together to me to where I was like, it's a solid. Like I think of season two of Buffy. That was a solid season. That was a lot that happened. 
And I feel like that's where I feel like they missed out opportunities where a lot could have really happened in this season that would give me a reason to really be excited for, for three. Uh, yeah, I can see where that's coming from. Definitely. Well, all right. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for joining us on this exciting episode of Megashine. Can you let everybody know where they can find you on this wild thing called the internet? Yes. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Maria underscore Hisella. And it's M-A-R-I-A underscore D-I-E. Don't forget the E-S-E-O-A. And, uh, you know, I, apparently I'm called a timeline terrorist. I don't feel like that I am. <laughs> I feel like I am a sweet human who does not post anything ridiculous. <laughs> well, between you and Steph, you know, <laughs> if I see Thanos' uh, cheeks one more time, I'm going to have to eat them. So. Oh, yeah, I definitely shared that in a group chat. Do you want it? I have a picture that uh, Josh Brolin posted himself today. I, I saw it. <laughs> I, saw, I was like, oh, well, those are kind of juicy. Wait a minute. <laughs> Somebody is doing all these squats. I didn't know they had Pornhub Day in, uh, you know, his sector over on his uh, on on Titan. But right. They, so I'm, you know, thanks for letting me know, Thanos. You're a real one, buddy. <laughs> and you can find us all over the internet. We're at Megan Sheen Pod and on Twitter. I'm at Porter Pizzazz, Victor's at Wonderman 5. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Look us up on Facebook at Pod, on Instagram at Pod. Uh, let's see, what else? Anything else before we get up out of here? Uh, no, just make sure y'all feeling good, feeling fancy free. <laughs> and with a certain um, anniversary coming up, don't be tagging me in no bullshit. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who are you talking about? You know that thing that uh, was supposed to happen last year but didn't because we ran out of money? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're like somebody was like a volunteer but not a founder okay cool 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 no doubt no doubt no doubt mm-hmm. that one don't tag me in no shit y'all yeah. <laughs> and with that said <laughs> well we'll see y'all next time Bye.